What's going on? It is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to hang out with Kid Prexy over Zoom video. Kid Prexy was born in Baltimore, but moved to Edmond, Oklahoma at a very, very early age. He got into music by attending the School of Rock, actually. He went there for guitar lessons and stayed joined a band through the School of Rock, did a couple concerts with them. They'd play like three songs at the end of the the season. So that's really how he got involved with music and playing with other people. He's still young. He's only 15 years old, started writing songs around 12. He's already put out two EPs, working on the third, and had the opportunity to open up for the Kid Leroy. So we had a chance to talk to him about all of that and uh, dive into the new single, which is called Shooting Star. You can watch our interview with Kid Prexy on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be amazing if you subscribe to our channel. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, it would be amazing if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Kid Prexy. Awesome. Thanks so much for doing this. Oh Yeah, for sure. Thank you for having me. Of course. Um, I'm Adam, and this is about you and uh, your journey in music. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, okay. So we can get started. Sure. <laughs> you good? <laughs> is there somebody else supposed to come on? Uh, no, I think it's just me. All right, cool. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, um, again, thanks for doing this. Uh, first off, I was asked, uh, where were you born and raised? Uh, so I was born in Baltimore, and now I live in Oklahoma. Okay. In- yeah. Edmond, Oklahoma, is that what I saw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. How old were you when you moved to Oklahoma? I was like, I was really young. Like, I was born in Baltimore. I didn't live there for too long, so I was like a little baby when we came to, because my mom got a job here uh she's a urogynecologist at like OU so oh cool yeah so delivers babies yeah (laughs) that's her that's awesome so you moved to uh Oklahoma and you're very very young um and what about a music do you come from musical household obviously mom's a doctor but uh do you come from a musical household at all no actually I'm actually the first to like try to like play uh music and like proceed try to proceed in music as well so no i'm a first wow okay and wh- at what age do you start playing like were you introduced to piano lessons at an early age like when did you start so basically like uh when i was eight years old i joined the school of rock and i got introduced to the guitar so i guitar was my first instrument and i actually wanted to do drums first but my dad thought it was going to be like too loud in the house so <laughs> sure it's okay but um so I'm glad I'm glad I did guitar because like I feel like this is it's just an amazing instrument. But yeah, I did that when I was eight, and uh, I played many like concerts uh, for the school rock there. Uh-huh. So I had a lot of like experience with like concerts and performing uh, at a young age. And uh, I think I was like I think I was like ten or something. But it was like the first time I ever like sang and played the guitar at the same time. And oh really? Okay. I've been practicing that for a lot. But uh yeah, that's just that's just me now. Now I play like drums and uh 
I play ukulele as well. Ukulele, I saw in your video. Yep. Um, yeah, I see a symbol back there. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, okay, so a School of Rock. So I'm interested in School of Rock. Did yeah. you go in there not knowing how to play guitar at all? You just went yeah, in totally, totally green and yeah. they just showed you what basic chords and then how often were you attending the school? Cause I I've always been interested in it as far as like my, I have a seven year old and he, we have a drum set. We got him a drum set, but it's an electric kit. So he doesn't drive everybody nuts. But um, yeah, like he, he can play, but it's like, if you go in there not knowing anything, do they teach you how to play guitar and then start teaching you how to play with people? Like what is kind of like the, like, how did you learn there? Yeah. So basically I did uh, lessons first just mm -hmm. so I didn't know anything. So right. Uh, I did lessons and then after I had a little bit of experience, there's this thing called rock. I think it was called rock 101 or something like that, but they put these kids in a group. And since I'm young, I was like eight, nine, uh, they give you, they assign you three songs and you learn those three songs. And then, uh, at the end of like the season, you play, you go to a venue and you like play those wow. people. So like, it was just like a really good experience. And I did that, uh, starting at eight. So wow, what were the three songs that you did? You remember? Yeah, I don't even remember. I think one was like Smoke on the Water. Like it was like okay. the songs like uh, uh, Seven Nation Army and stuff like that. <laughs> okay. That's awesome though. So you did that and were you, did you stay close with any of those people? Like did you play with them outside of the School of Rock? No, I actually didn't. Uh, I tried, like, I just had a relationship within, like, the school, but I didn't, like, play, like, out at all. Like, I didn't have, like, my own band or something okay. like that. No. Yeah. So you did that. Um, and then when do you start playing drums? Is that the next instrument you learned how to play? Yeah, that was my second instrument. Uh, I learned how to play drums when, uh, I, think, I think it was, like, 12, 13. Like, it was very recently. I haven't been playing drums for that long. It's like two years, three years. Yeah. Do you play on your recordings? Do you play drums? Uh, on my recordings? No, I do not. Okay. Yeah. But still, I mean, to when did you then? I mean, yeah, you're only 15 years old. That's wild. Like, and you've accomplished so much as far as, you know, your releases. And then, you know, you got to open for Kid Leroy and all that. Like, yeah, I, I saw your, like, Instagram's uh, post and it's just like you're at a stadium. I mean, it's yeah. wild. Oh my god that was like so I, that was a complete like uh that was so much different than me doing my first concert in december like i had my own concert and i feel like i was more nervous surprisingly i was more nervous for my concert than the killer war thing but no way <laughs> it's kind of weird but uh yeah it was just, it was an amazing experience and like i got to meet him and all that and he was just such a he was a really nice dude and he like i showed him my like uh stats on spotify and he's like dude you got a song with seven hundred thousand streams that's amazing and it's just he notices like things like that even though he has song with three billion streams or whatever right right but that's still that's awesome especially being supportive of you and then how well let's back up before because i'm curious about the kid Leroy thing but like uh when did you start writing songs like your own songs or wow. was that something you were doing from an yeah. early age as well yeah so i actually never did that until i was like i think i was 12 and i went through like my first like heartbreak like i was okay. kind of like girls you know like i was yeah yeah date people and then like uh i got broken up with and this is kind of i got inspired by like juice and x so i kind of i really i listened to them at a young age as well so i i wanted to listen and uh or i wanted to write songs like them uh okay that's what i that's what i did i tried to do that they were very crappy but 
Uh, I think <laughs> I think I have like the the papers somewhere. I don't know. I, I have to find them. That's probably, probably that's funny. Oh yeah, so you still have all those lyrics and stuff. Um, yeah. So with, some, but like with your songwriting, I mean, I was reading. Did you have you put out two full EPs already? Yeah, two. So I released uh, "Broken Promises" when I was thirteen, and then I released uh, "Lights in the Forest" when I was, uh, I think, I think I was fourteen, fourteen to fifteen. But okay, but you what, what later put them up on Spotify? Yeah, or they because yeah because I see "Broken Promises" on here. Um, I don't think, I don't think your first one's on here though. Uh, so broken promises on there lights in the forest. I just, I think I need to, I need to group them, uh, because, Oh, I, cause they're all, all the songs oh, are there. It's just not collective. Like all God, the it's singles. Yeah. So planets and all that was on that first release. Yeah. I mean, what no, was that? Yeah. What was, how old are you when you made that? 12 or yeah, 13? 12, yeah. Oh, I guess that was only a few years ago cause you're 15. That's so yeah. wild. Um, <laughs> There, I don't know if you can see it because of the sun. It's like purple it's back there. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you have a vinyl. I saw you're holding a vinyl in one of the pictures on Instagram. Killer Roy. Yeah, I gave I gave that to. Yeah, I gave that to Killer Roy. It was my last one actually. We only printed like twenty of them, or like made twenty of them. So. That's so awesome though. Yeah. So you start putting songs up on Spotify when you're 13, mm-hmm. and um, were what? How else were you getting your music out? Were you doing like TikTok stuff or like? Yeah. I actually didn't know. I mean, I use TikTok, but I didn't know you can use it for like music. Like, I didn't know you can use that to grow your fan base. So, uh, I ha- like I learned I learned that you can do that, and you can market and can promote your music on TikTok and social media. And, uh, like, uh, I decided to try to do that. So, I definitely was promoting at thirteen, uh, my EPs and stuff like that, and okay, I was just exploring with the social media side because I was never like experienced in it. Yeah. And then what was, I mean, you have like stay away you put out and that song had, like you said, 700,000 yeah. like plays. Was that like, tell me about kind of getting those like validating moments on streams. Cause at that young, I mean, it's so many people there's like, I forgot the number, but it's like millions of songs are being put up on Spotify all like every day. And yeah. like to have people, even the first single you had has like, you know, 66,000 plays. Like, to get people interested right away. Like how, I mean, that's pretty amazing, but how did that, like, it was it just like throw it up on there and, and hope people gravitate towards it. Uh, basically, no, I was really, I was really like promoting it before, uh, the release. I was trying to get people, I was trying to build a fan base before and try to get people excited for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then when I released the song, then people, people already kind of knew about it. Yeah. And w- were you using the internet to do that to promote? Yeah. And also a big thing too was school. Like definitely like uh. when people found out like about my music during school, uh they they kind of grad like Yeah, they, they went to it, gravitated yeah, towards it and so on. Yeah. That's awesome. So when you're in school, are like was were you shy or nervous about putting your songs out and letting people hear them or was that something you're like oh, I, I like these i don't really care about anyone else yeah, at first yeah at first I, w- I was so nervous and shy like uh i got like made fun of and all that but then mm-hmm. i just like it's so normal like hate comes with it uh like it's just it's like a normal thing so i like I, jealousy I, obviously like yeah, you know yeah i'm gonna do something in their life but they're not or something like that but yeah uh that's a big thing. Yeah. So you so you were able to obviously then do that, put the songs out. 
Um, and so you were, you said 13. So were you, you were what, like an eighth grade or something when that, when you yeah. started releasing music? Oh my gosh. Seventh, eighth grade. Yeah. Wow. So. And then, uh, you start to grow a fan base, not only at school, but obviously elsewhere. Yeah. Um, what was like kind of the next big moment you had aside from like, you know, finally you get your songs up and people care. Was it then having like your EP on getting hundreds of thousands of people listening to it? Yeah, definitely. Like that definitely like made me feel like happy. Like, like I thought I was like doing something right. I should just keep going with it. Like uh, the people are like talking to about it and the people are just like meeting. Uh, my dad was like, uh, my dad helps me. Like he, he's a big reason why like I'm uh, successful on this because like he's just so supportive and he, that's awesome. Yeah. And he helps with like the business side of it, like the marketing and stuff like that. Like, and I'm really glad to have him for that. So he's definitely a big part of it. Uh, but yeah, I feel like I just like hitting the milestones of like 1,000 streams, 10,000 streams, and 100,000. That definitely like, it's a it's a really good feeling to have. And like, yeah, it keeps moving you forward, obviously yeah. moving the needle for sure. Yeah. Um, and then stay away. Uh, we, you know, we said it has 750,000 streams. Is that something that, people just you know again latched onto that song or was that like a moment that you had on tiktok or instagram or how did that kind of i don't i, I don't really know i feel like i feel like people are just like really liking really liking like the vibe of the song i don't i don't know why i stay away though but it i i really like the song like that's definitely like, oh it's a great song <laughs> i'm not a crap no stay away but i'm saying like i, I think i think it's because people can relate to it the most uh -huh. because second verse i had like a motivational type of uh type of like speech like just keep going and keep pushing forward no matter like mm -hmm. uh and i feel like people can definitely like relate to that and that's probably why people keep listening to it because like like gym playlists and stuff like that uh they they keep listening to it because like it it can help them with stuff like if they're yeah. going through heartbreak and stuff like that yeah yeah and then to be you know you know, as young, as young as you are, I'm sure that it's, you're writing to, you know, and is relevant to not to not only to everyone, but I mean, fairly directed more towards people of your age and that are Internet savvy and all that stuff. I mean, that's pretty uh, I mean, to have the voice that you do and, and and write these songs, I'm sure a lot of those kids are having the same feelings and they're like, oh, like, wow, like, you know. Yeah, he's, that's, he's doing the he he's saying what I wish I could say. Or do you feel like you get a lot of that or a lot of people reaching out to you online? Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I, I get a lot of DMs of people like saying like that my songs have helped them. And my fan base is usually my age. So mm -hmm. I feel like that's a, definitely a big uh, reason why they can relate because it's someone that that's their age going through the same. Sure. Thing. The same and, thing. Yeah. So um with like you obviously we'll talk about the kid Leroy show but like prior to that you said you had your own show and you're super nervous for it was that your first performance you had ever done aside from like the you know school of rock stuff like when did when was the first time you played your own songs to people oh my that was the, that was the first song so uh i guess the only like other time i've played was like on like lives uh, uh oh like during the pandemic or something yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was like the only like time I've ever like done that. But like, this is like the first time like in real life I was playing my own music to 
people and uh i was so nervous like in the room i was like thinking i was like oh my god this is actually happening but no it, it was a really good experience like i had i had a lot of fun where'd you end up where'd you play at a local venue yeah it was uh 89th street collective yeah it was a it was a local venue wow and so were you releasing music prior to the pandemic happening or was, did that happen and kind of gave you more time to focus on maybe crafting your 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 music and writing I think, songs i think uh the pandemic uh, so that definitely that definitely like helped uh but uh i feel like i started like writing and stuff after like it was kind of easing down like it wasn't okay. like, everything wasn't like on such like lockdown as it was like in 2020 it was like near i think it was 2021 like start of it i was actually like writing writing and it was okay. kind of downfall of it yeah, yeah, yeah. For, no, for sure. And with with that, like, so you play this show and, you know, you said it's terrifying or whatever, but you get through it, you do great. Yeah. Like, how do you, was the next show you played at that stadium? Yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's so going from that to now you're opening up to thousands upon thousands of people uh, for Kid Leroy. How did that connect? Like, how did you end up getting on that show? And, and tell me about getting the news that you're playing with him. Okay, so basically... I saw on TikTok uh, that Killamory was having a contest on like whoever can uh, does like a remix or cover my song Love Again uh, and whoever gets the most votes uh, gets to play at one like a tour. So he was playing in OKC. So uh, I, I'll submit for OKC. So I decided to do that because I thought it was like a really good opportunity for me. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so I submitted my cover of love again on instagram and uh and submitted on like the the website that they had for the voting or whatever and uh i submitted kind of late so there were some people that were already like uh ahead and i listened to them uh i like to be humble but like they're i they, <laughs> you felt like you had it, <laughs> yeah, I like it. And, uh all of my friends are telling me that i could like i was that's i was definitely school it definitely helped with that too because i was just promoting that promoting that oh go for it for me go for it for me all that uh so once i got the email that i was going to be able to meet the killer Roy and play for him i just was oh me and my dad he was like oh my god look at this and then we were like we both like so happy and it was just like a it, it was a really happy moment a huge moment obviously yeah and so then you get to play open for him and what you get there you get to meet him my buddy plays drums for him. I don't know if he's, I think he still does. Now he plays with Rowan the Serpent. His name is Tosh. Did you get to meet him? Oh, wait. Is, does he play with, does he play with Jaden? Is that? Yes. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Dude, I love him. He's funny. Yeah. It was, so he was playing with Kid Leroy, I bet, at that time too. Or no. Was or he? was Jaden opening for them? No, I don't think, I think, oh, I forgot who opened for him. But no, I don't think Jaden was open for him. But, uh, I don't know. Was Tosh playing? I don't even remember. Uh, but, I, I know he did a tour with Kid Leroy. Or he, yeah. He's kind of like all over. I mean, he plays mainly with Jaden, but then he's like all over. Yeah. I mean, he just did like a set with Fall Out Boy because they're on tour with Rowan the Serpent. It's like... Didn't he play with Landon Barker as well? Yes. He, yeah. Yeah. He plays with like everyone. It's wild. Yeah. But um, when I first met him, he was playing with Carly Hansen and he was super young and I mean, he's still young, but it was like to watch him go like it's it's crazy yeah. see it's just like not sticking on like one thing like do you think he has like a main like a main like band he sticks to or is he just like open for everybody he's i think Jaden is probably his most 
focus project, but I don't even know, to be honest. Like when last time I talked to him, he he had like a band that he's in with a couple other guys, like a guy from uh like Crazy Town, a couple other bands. But like um he was always just kind of the guy that was going and filling in for people. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, that's really cool. I want to meet him someday because he looks he looks really funny. And he's-, <laughs> he's definitely a cool dude. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll connect you to, but, um, that's awesome. So you got to open it for Kid Leroy. You go yeah. up on stage and you're playing to thousands upon thousands of people. Uh, were you like addressing the crowd, like hearing yourself in that stadium? Like that must've been so wild. Oh, it was wild. Like definitely like the, the echo of, because of how big the stadium was on my voice. Yeah. I was like, Oh my God, all these people are hearing me. But, uh, no, I felt, I was really nervous at the start. Like, obviously I was still uh like a little bit nervous but uh, i started playing and then uh after i started singing i just like got more comfortable and at the end i promoted myself after the end and just like everybody was cheering me and after like everybody was coming up to me saying like i did a really good job and all that so it was just it was a really good night that's huge man. that's awesome and so you've released two songs you have a new ep coming out correct i don't have a name for it yet but yes i do but you have a in my head and then shooting star are both going to be on the ep yeah that's okay so sorry go ahead i'll cut you off that's you that's you um i was just gonna say like well tell me about in your head and i want to hear about shooting star and then i just watched the video for shooting star too which is really really rad Yeah, yeah so in my head i so i was always like around the pop punk and alt rock like genre like i was like since the school of rock i was always always playing songs like that so uh, when I walked in the studio to record in my head, it was like pre-written. I want to make something like that. And uh, I was really inspired by like MGK. Like mm-hmm. he definitely inspired me to start writing songs like that. So I did that. And then uh, when I was in the studio, I just like, it, it was a really good fit for me. Like I, I, re- I had fun making those songs and I felt like it was just different because all the other songs uh, before that I got from like, youtube beats and stuff like that but this is the first time i was like everything was being made from scratch like the drums the guitar like i, I recorded the, the the guitar other than uh raindrops uh with cody hansen from hinder i mm-hmm. uh i that was the first time i like recorded my own guitar and stuff like that and made song from like complete scratch and uh since in my head was like already like pre-written uh that was i feel like shooting stars like different because uh that like came the same day like the like we made or me and kevin kevin uh thrasher made a shooting star like in the same day like it took us a couple hours and that was just the first time i've ever like completed a song in the first day because usually it takes me like a little bit but that was the first time i've ever yeah so was working with him the first time you've ever worked really with a producer and and did like kind of a proper recording or was how so, you done that before? I mean, it sounds like you were t- doing like YouTube beats and stuff like that in the beginning, but when did that change or was this the project that had? That so change? basically like in Oklahoma, uh, it was actually, his name is Gilson. Uh, he worked at the school of rock, but, uh-huh. and so I knew him from there and apparently he had, he had a studio. So that's like the first time I was ever in a studio, uh, in Oklahoma to, re- to record like broken promises and license force and stuff. Uh, but that was the first time I was like worked with the producer. Like I didn't even know he was a producer when because I was too young. Like I yeah 
but like I didn't like I definitely built a relationship with them so like that's why like I could going in the studio with them and I trusted him but it it was definitely different to like fly out to LA to go to a studio than just being in your hometown so oh yeah so you've okay so you worked with him in, in Los Angeles yeah I worked with Kevin in Los Angeles yeah and how did you connect with him uh so basically my dad my dad actually reached out to him because uh, he saw him and he was looking uh but he he reached out to Kevin uh, Kevin's, I think, he, I think he reached out to Kevin's manager mm-hmm. and the manager came back saying that Kevin was interested. So then like, uh, my dad kind of got me that connection. I'm really, that I'm really glad he did. Yeah. That's amazing. So then you fly out to LA where that was that nervous. I mean, you were nervous about that. You're like, okay, I'm going to be, I'm recording in Los Angeles with this yeah. person that's worked with like Travis Barker and, uh, you know, MGK person you were looking up to when you're writing music and, uh, yeah, were you I'm, nervous about meeting him and, and working with him? Yeah, I was, dude, I was so nervous. Like, I know, like, I've been in a studio before, but, like, I've never, like, this is, he's, like, big time. Like, he's working with people yeah. that I literally look up to, like you said. And, like, yeah. uh, I was definitely nervous. But when I walked in, like, he, he was such a chill dude. Like, me and him definitely connected. And it was just, like, it was a breeze in the studio. Like, he made me feel comfortable. So, it was just great. a really good experience working with him. So you go in there and you have what, like kind of the bones of a song and you both work together and end up writing shooting star and in my head. Yeah. So in my head, like I already had like lyrics and like a guitar and guitar for it, but like, I didn't know how, like we actually added a solo there. I like, uh, he, he think he thought that I should like add a solo to it. So I did. And that was his idea. So, uh, but shooting star. So I already had like, like the bone structure of in my head, but he, uh-huh like complete it and then shooting star was just completely like from scratch like i created like the ukulele i was just uh i think he had a ukulele there i don't remember if it was mine or if it was like one of his but uh i was just kind of strumming the ukulele and i came up with like a chord progression and then he thought that was like cool and uh this kind of this kind of funny story so there's just like the, this plug-in uh while we were writing like the song there's like this plug-in i forgot what it's called i wish i could find the name i'm gonna find the name but it was like it was like some mouth or something like that but like when you press like the key like it would like say a sample or something like that but oh, funny. Uh, yeah when you press it uh one of the keys was like you're like a shooting star and we're like oh shoot that's kind of far so we so we put that into like the chorus and that's how we came into song shooting star no way <laughs> of a plug-in button oh, plug-in. yeah <laughs> that's that's funny um and then were those the only two you worked on with him or did, it was the rest of the ep recorded then with him uh so actually so that was the first time uh th- those two songs were recorded with him and then we flew back out to write two more songs uh i think it's called i think that you're pretty and ain't gonna slow me down mm-hmm. uh and he brought his friend in, Matt McAndrew, which got second on The Voice. And he's worked with Landon Barker and all that. He helped write with Landon Barker and stuff. So he brought him in. And I was so nervous for that, too. But he, he was also – same thing. He was he was so chill. And, dude, and then I just got back from L.A., actually, writing uh, the last two songs. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. And, uh, oh, my God, they're, they're amazing. Like, definitely the last song that I wrote uh with them like the last song the ep oh my it's it's really powerful and it's definitely one of the best songs i've ever made i think that's amazing man well i can't wait to hear him i like what you're doing thus far uh tell me about the video you did for uh shooting star so she started music video so i recorded with keaton jones uh he like i worked with him he recorded the music video for stay away 
So I've already like worked with them before. Yeah, worked with them before. Yeah. And uh it was just like me and me and Caden also work just really well together. Like he's such a he's chill and I love I love the dude's humor. Like he's so funny. Uh but yeah, so basically uh the music video for Shooting Star, like it was like the set was like in a like a it was kind of a ghetto part of town, but like when you walk into the house, like oh my god, I was like, what? It could, like the it was so beautiful. Just like I didn't think that this could be like it was so big too. I was like, what? Um, it was just so pretty. And it was kind of like it was kind of weird too. It was kind of creepy, but it was like pretty. Like I think uh the main like room had like a giant chandelier. There's like yellow, and I had like uh-huh. a bath or no, not a bath. It was a kitchen that was like all blue, and then like a like a bedroom that was all pink. It was just kind of weird, but it was yeah. It was cool, but it worked out for the video though. The video yeah. was really good. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it was just a, it was just a good time again. Yeah, and like I love working with them. That's awesome. Well, I can't wait to hear these. The I like what you're doing thus far, and I can't wait to hear these new ones, especially yeah. since you said the the one you just wrote is going to be uh, you, your favorite one thus far. But um, I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for doing this. I have one more question for you before I let you go. Sure. Uh, I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists. So the advice I would have for uh, other artists is write music that is authentic to you and it will resonate with other people. 